it's not exactly a secret that I'm not wild about Pope Francis. If you're watching this, then most likely you aren't either. Like most people, I gave him a chance, and a series of events led me to realize that something was rotten in the Vatican, and that at the end of the day, Francis was to blame. The buck has to stop somewhere, and frankly, when he's at the center of the mess so often, then it must stop with him. We've seen all sorts of strange things in his pontificate, leading me to quip at one point in a talk with a, another Catholic commentator that it is a wonder that Francis didn't choose Paul VII as his pontifical name. After all, like Pope Paul VI, Francis has gone beyond opening the windows of the church to the world. He's made partnerships with various parts of what will assuredly be part of the infrastructure of the man of sin, those worldly organizations that transcend countries and peoples. He's made partnerships with various wicked figures and various would-be Caesars, and has pushed his attempts to change the church with such unending speed and strength that it's any wonder that the church is still recognizable after nearly eight years of his reign. He's done wonders for the traditionalist movement, being the best recruiter imaginable for those seeking a return to the traditions of the faith, be they traditional forms of liturgy and worship, devotionals, teachings, or even a traditional preconciliar understanding of the social doctrines of the church. All that having been said, none of that is news to most of you. What might be news is that a source close to him thinks that Francis will resign shortly, as in within the next week and a half. I sincerely doubt this, but this is worth reporting, so let's get into this. That source is professional Francis fan fiction writer Austin Ivory, who long ago decided on Twitter that he didn't like me. So sad. To his credit, Ivory wrote one of the best books on Francis, The Great Reformer, a sort of fawning take on Francis that if you can find a copy of the first edition of the book, it is very, very helpful as it goes into greater detail than Ivory actually intended in then Archbishop Bergoglio's time in Argentina, including his relationships with the government there and how he managed them. I highly recommend this book, so see if you can find a used copy somewhere. Most recent editions have those sections neatly pared down because Ivory ended up aiding Francis's critics inadvertently. Ivory has suggested in the past that Francis would abdicate like Benedict, reporting that his pontificate would be short. In papal terms, eight years isn't really that long. Paul VI reigned for nearly twice that length of time, and his reign was closer to the typical length of most post-Reformation popes. Our story comes to us today from the Express out of the United Kingdom. Headline. Pope Francis will step down before the end of the year, according to a source close to the Vatican, who said there was no doubt that the pontiff will retire in 2020. This piece is written by someone calling themselves Calum Hoar. The article is worth quoting at length. Quote, the 83-year-old became the head of the Catholic Church following the resignation of Pope Benedict XVI, a controversial move and the first of its kind in more than 500 years. However, a source close to Pope Francis claimed he would only serve for seven years, stating he would follow in the footsteps of his predecessor. Austin Ivray is the former director for public affairs of the previous Archbishop of Westminster, Cardinal Cormac Murphy O'Connor, and continues to work closely with the Vatican. He said, I don't think there's ever been any doubt that he will retire in 2020. He made clear from the beginning that he regarded Pope Benedict XVI's act as a prophetic act of great modesty, and he would have absolutely no problem in doing the same. What was interesting was he said to Mexican television in 2014 that he believed that he would have a short papacy of about five years. 
What I'm hearing now from people close to him is that he's going to need seven years to achieve his five-year plan, and that, of course, would mean staying on until 2020, end quote. Now, if you look at the calendar, you'll notice that we're at the start of Christmas week in the most memorable year in recent memory, 2020, which means Francis has only several days to make this a reality. And to be clear, should he step down in early 2020, then I wouldn't hold it against Mr. Ivory. The problem is that he's been saying this for several years. That having been said, I do think Francis's pontificate will draw to a close shortly, and no, I don't buy the extremely sketchy alleged prophecy of St. Malachy, which is more honestly called the prognostications of someone who lived a few centuries after St. Malachy, 200 years or so, and then attributed their ideas to him for their own reasons, since there is literally no evidence that St. Malachy ever had the ideas outlined in his alleged prophecy. But that's a topic for another time. But anyway, the signs are there that Francis is planning on retiring and has been preparing for a conclave. But let's continue with the story. Quote, if Mr. Rivera is correct, it suggests Francis could retire after Christmas, so as to avoid letting his papacy run into 2021. Speaking in a lengthy television interview with the Mexican program Noticieros Televisa, the pontiff responded to a question from journalist Valentina El Zaraki about the length of his papacy. He said, I have the feeling that my pontificate will be brief. Four or five years. I do not know. Or two, three. Well, two have already passed. It's like a little vague feeling, but I have the feeling that the Lord puts me here for a brief thing and not more. End quote. In the past couple of months, I've done a few videos on the most likely cardinals to ascend to the See of Peter should he retire. Due to Francis having chosen 57% of the cardinals who make that decision, the chances that they are going to pick a Cardinal Sarah, Cardinal Burke, or someone like that are remote at best. And no, Archbishop Vigano is not Papa Bile in the minds of those who matter, namely, in the minds of the members of the College of Cardinals. Vigano is not even a cardinal, which makes his selection unlikely, and he's been too much of a thorn in the side of the bishops for that to be the case. Neither would the auxiliary bishop from Kazakhstan, either. Instead, I've suggested in the recent past that the powers that be are trying to get some Catholics used to the idea of a Cardinal Zuppi or Cardinal Tagle papacy. But there are others who would fill Francis's shoes just as well, and there's always a chance that they're going to choose someone who would appear to be more moderate, but would actually continue the program. We'll see. For those who think that the Holy Spirit chooses the Pope, well, I have bad news for you. The Holy Spirit does not choose the Pope. This is a strange sort of post-conciliar idea. The Cardinals can prayerfully ask for guidance for this process, and you should pray that they do that, but there's literally no evidence that they've done that in the past couple of generations at the least. The conclave now resembles something more of a secular process than anything else, and that is not a happy thing for me to say to you. I do find it odd that Ivory would double down on this after having been wrong in the past. He initially said Francis would have a papacy of five years, which would have had him retiring in 2018. Instead, we got an Amazon Synod and the Pacamama fat fiasco in 2019, and his partnership with the Beast that have really picked up steam in 2020. In fact, this isn't the first time that those close to him have speculated that he would retire in 2020. Remember, back to the far-off days of January of this year. Do you remember the incident in Vatican City where a woman reached out to him and he rather, rather forcefully pushed her hand away? He got a lot of flack for that, perhaps rightly so. Though, given everything going on at the time, I can forgive him of reacting that way. Hindsight is 2020, so to speak. <laughs> the calls for him to retire came swiftly at that time. People in the know made similar remarks about him retiring then. It didn't happen, and now we're rapidly approaching 2021, and he's still there. Then again, he has, again, since appointed at least nine cardinals who would participate in the next conclave. 
He recently elevated 13 men to that post, though four were purely honorary as they were elevated at such a time in their lives that they were no longer qualified to participate. Such is one of the consequences of Paul VI's reforms of the Curia. But again, Francis is responsible for elevating 57% of the cardinals who will participate in that process to replace him, and that is nothing to sneer at. Maybe he will retire shortly, and joining Benedict in the strange and, frankly in my mind, questionably canonical status of Pope Emeritus. If that is the case, maybe he'll sink back into the background like Benedict did for the most part, and we won't really have to think that much about Francis after that. But who knows, really. What do you think about this? Is Austin Everett likely wrong again? Let me know your thoughts on this in the comments. For my money, I'd not be surprised if Francis stayed at least until late 2021, and was succeeded therein by Atagle or Zuppi. Call it a hunch, but there just seems to be unfinished work for Francis to complete. But maybe I'm wrong. Either way, as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.